This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This portion of Grassroots Marketing on location on Cannabis Radio is presented by Noric Risk. Creating unique insurance solutions for the hemp and cannabis industry is a passion of Noric Risk. Rooted in over 100 years experience, placing custom extra large insurance programs worldwide. Learn more at N-O-R-I-C-K-Risk.com. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location. Featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Now, let's go on location to the 2016 NCIA Cannabis Business Summit in Oakland, California. Welcome back, everyone. Radical Russ here, live in Oakland at the Cannabis Business Summit with the National Cannabis Industry Association. And joining me at the desk here, we have Param Korsandi from Tax Defense Partners. Param, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Russ. Tax Defense Partners, and I love the card here, a burning $100 bill. Don't let the IRS smoke your profits. And that's a big concern right now with uh, a lot of people in this emerging cannabis industry is the tax issues. So give people uh, who are new to this kind of uh, an understanding of what's going on, what the problems are. Sure, sure. So according to the federal government, cannabis is a Schedule One controlled substance. And according to Section 280E of the Internal Revenue Code, when you're quote-unquote trafficking these controlled substances – the federal government will only allow you to take uh, your cost of goods sold as a business expense, the necessary and ordinary business expenses that every other business is uh, able to take advantage of is no longer applicable to uh, this cannabis industry and when you're using the scheduled one or, or trafficking these scheduled one drugs. So for instance, you know a mom and pop store that is in the hardware and sells lumber, can not only take the purchase of that lumber at the store, but they can also take their rent uh, and uh, pay their staff and uh, you know any health benefits that they pay. Things like that would be necessary and ordinary, but a retailer, uh, you know, a, a storefront that sells cannabis can only take limited, limited direct 
expenses, and those expenses are the cost of goods sold, which include just purchasing the inventory from the cultivator or the manufacturer, storing that inventory, and transporting that inventory to their, their retail store. So anything that relates to that can be taken, but unfortunately, you know, rent for the most part and labor and a few of the other necessary and ordinary business expenses that you would see in a normal business, these can people in the cannabis industry, especially retailers, are unable to take those expenses. So what happens is they get hit with a very high tax bill from the IRS. Their effective tax rate shoots up to 70, 50 to 70 percent. Mm. And if you don't plan accordingly, that's something that we've seen can tank your business and it becomes a big issue. And not just for the business owner, but for my side of the transaction, the consumer side. Correct. It's kicking my price up. Exactly, exactly. And if more people get hit with higher taxes, either they have to really do a good job, come up with a strategy from the beginning, or they're going to have to pass down the, that increased amount to the consumer, like you said, and then the prices will go up because we have to pay extra taxes from the cannabis industry. So this is obviously something that the states can't do much about. I mean, the states I, the states can do something about this at the, at the state tax level. So exactly. So, so we're from California. We're based out of uh, right outside of Los Angeles and Encino. And the franchise tax board, since California is legal for medical use in the state of California, you're essentially preparing two tax returns. Their state tax return would show all the necessary and ordinary business expenses. You'd be able to take those on your state tax return, but then you would file a wholly different federal tax return, which would show the inability to take those necessary and ordinary expenses, and you would only be able to take the cost of goods sold. So, for example, our clients, their tax liability at the state level is minimal. It's not much. It's when the federal tax return gets filed, that's where they kind of get hit is because on the federal side, you can't take those business expenses like we had discussed. But on the state side, since it's legal on the state side, you're good to take all those expenses and and it's kind of a normal tax return. So this requires some federal solutions and we've got two or three congressmen that seem to recognize this issue, but do you see movement happening in Congress over the next couple of years to fix this issue? So... We haven't seen much movement from Congress. The only place that we really see that kind of movement is in the U.S. tax court, where people are trying to defend their business by saying, you know, we can't survive without these necessary and ordinary business expenses. And uh, there have been some, some huge cases, most notably the Champ case, where the tax court said, yes, cost of goods sold can be taken uh, and allowed for a few other uh, indirect cost of goods sold, expenses to be taken as well. So any progress that we're seeing is not coming from Congress. It's coming from the courts. But as we know, that's a very slow process. It's case-by-case basis. You win some, you lose some. You're setting precedent one case at a time, which is better than nothing. However, the way that it should be working is Congress needs to, to put something in place. Congress needs to kind of step to the plate and make sure that they're doing what's necessary for this cannabis industry and to make sure that when when it does become for adult use, which it will, there's no black market there. They've already tied up the loose ends. What's happening is the more it gets regulated and the more harm to these retailers, the less incentive it is to go by the books and do it legit. It just creates a, a bigger black market and it's something that we need to watch out for. So for the people that are in the cannabis space that are touching the plant, uh, they're the ones that are subject to these 280E problems. Uh, Correct. And for the most part, the direction has only been to retailers, not necessarily the cultivators or the growers. Hmm. The cultivators and growers, since you could take a cost of goods sold, 
anything in that production of the plant would would go into the cost of goods sold. So they have a kind of a bigger playing field. The retailers, the cost of goods sold is just limited to purchasing the inventory from the growers and then from there transporting it to their facility and then from there storing the facility, uh, storing the cannabis. So there's a few things that we advise to our clients and, you know, Right now, we can't be taken as legal advice, but just in conversation, there's a few things that we can be doing with our clients. So the first thing we, when somebody comes and approaches us is we create an audit strategy. And that strategy kind of sets the table for how we want to prepare the return, how we want to defend the audit, and uh, how far we want to take it. You know, it, these cannabis retailers get audited 20% of the time, which is about 20 times more than what a normal business would has for an audit rate. Mm. So effectively, we don't say if you get audited, we say when. So, right. so when we start with our clients, we always come up with an audit strategy. How aggressive do you want to be? Do you want to set some precedent and take it to tax court? Or do you want to just fit into the guidelines and wait for reform to change somewhere else in Congress and things like that? So from the beginning, if you set your audit strategy and set that tone, it'll make every decision a little bit easier on how far we want to push into what you can do. And then you can change the layout of, of your store to have a bigger storage facility, for example. And since storage is part of the cost of goods sold, we tell our clients to, to kind of change their layout and have a, a much smaller space for the actual sale and a bigger space for storage and inventory because that's part of the cost of goods sold. So there's a few things that we can do to kind of lower that tax burden. Yeah, we could make the make the dispensary like a Costco, right? Yeah. Where there's just stacks of weed all around you. Right. You shop in the storage area, right? Exactly. Just make the whole thing a storage, right? So there's different things that you can do to, to kind of push the limit. And if you want to be you know real conservative, there's other ways you could do it as well. But one piece of advice that I'll give to all the listeners out there, if you're in the, the cannabis game or, or you want to get in, since the banking laws are, are not up to speed and, and it's hard to do some legitimate banking, we just tell our clients and our you know people who want to be clients or just ask for advice, document everything. Documentation is going to be key. We're already at an uphill battle because we can't just pull bank statements to show uh, what the income and expenses are. You know, We deal a lot with cash. So document everything from spreadsheets, invoices, pictures, get creative with it. You know, just keep a log and write everything down. Make sure it's time stamped and you know, upload it to your cloud or emailed or something. Just be smart about it because when it does come time for the IRS to knock on your door and say, hey, what's going on? The more prepared you are, it kind of legitimizes what you do because already from the beginning, they think you're running an illegal operation. So if they if they see that your books are in order and your bookkeeping is up there and up to date and everything is where it needs to be, it builds that legitimacy with them. It kind of sets the tone from the beginning. And then uh, effectively, the more you're able to show, the more you're going to be able to stick into that cost of goods sold and uh, lower that effective tax rate. Wow. This is some great advice. And you can get more of this great advice with Tax Defense Partners. Param Korsandi is uh, the Vice President of Client Services. You can find him at taxdefensepartners.com. Anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? No, just uh, be safe out there. Documentation is key. And don't be scared to ask around. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're a tight-knit community. Uh, we got to help each other out. There's no way we're going to move this forward if we're trying to step all over each other. So make some connections. Reach out. Reach out to us. Reach out to consultants. Do your due diligence. And uh, I think together is the only way to, to make this all move forward. 
All right, Parham, thank you so thank much. Thank you for so much, Russ. Helping people out and check it out, taxdefensepartners.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more here from the National Cannabis Industry Association Cannabis Business Summit live in Oakland, California. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing on location, only on cannabisradio.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.